in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear faithful, this year, St. Valentine's Day will fall on Ash Wednesday. And this is an interesting fact. And today, providential coincidence, in his epistle, St. Paul teaches that love is much more than a personal gratification, much more than well-being. It is why St. Paul is extolling love to the sense of loving God, to the sense of loving one's neighbor because of the love of God, and ultimately to the sense of the grace of God's love for us. It's a big contrast with the commercial flourishment of pink hearts covered with uh, shiny stars and pearls. The gospel of today seems as well disjoint at first look. The evangelist Saint Luke narrates Jesus prophesizing his way to Jerusalem, his tragic passion, his death, and his resurrection. And, and suddenly there is a big change. The evangelist is much more focused, probably because he was a physician, on the healing of the blind man. Our Lord heals a blind man, and St. Luke reports that. That makes many contrasts in one Sunday, and these contrasts are good because they warn us this Wednesday will be the beginning of Lent. Lent is an itinerary towards Easter. It's a route lasting 40 days. And since the gospel is about prophecy and blindness, we should understand that Lent is also about blind spots. We are like a driver having blind spots things that we cannot see. Even Psalm 19 says, cleanse me from my unknown faults, O Lord. Clean me from my own unknown faults. There are many blind spots in the average person's soul. We are like the driver on the highway having blind spots. Even with a, a mirror and a, a clear windshield. And when you hear just a few days before Lent that you have blind spots, you could be panic stricken and say, Oh, I thought my sins were bad enough, and now I have to do, I have to deal also with blind spots in my soul hidden or secret sins that I don't see. What do I have to do with that? It's scary. I would like this morning to give you three things to do. 
number one is very simple. It is don't panic. Our Lord calls us to repent only of the sins we know and not those we don't know yet. I can only repent of the sins I know and I can only say with the psalmist, Lord, cleanse me from my hidden sins. Ad occultis meis mundame domine. When you are driving on the highway, you do not panic about your blind spots. But you know they exist. Wounds, sins, and weaknesses, those are a part of my spiritual life that I don't even know. But I keep driving. I don't stop suddenly on the highway. We're very dangerous. Number two, be attentive to your blind spots. You know they exist. Number three, be patient. Be patient because while you are driving your nice car, another driver could suddenly cut into your lane and you could react suddenly by a fit of road rage against this stupid idiot driver. To be patient is to say, oh, I would have been in his blind spot. And me too. I have blind spots in my life, in my soul. And I live with people who also have their blind spots. We do need to be aware of that. So that we become patient with others and also with ourselves. And so the psalm keeps going, saying, cleanse me from my unknown sins, but from my willful sins, keep me and never let them control me, Lord. At the end of the day, I am only responsible for the sins I am aware of. I do know my known sins and I work with God's grace to eradicate them. Therefore, don't panic, keep moving, be aware and be patient. These things having been said in this season, let us not forget St. Valentine's Day and the teaching of St. Paul this morning urges us for charity. We all have a burning desire in the soul. Let's go for Lent. Let's go for Lent with the flame of love. How do we make this Lent a Lent to be transformed by and to live heart to heart with our Lord Jesus Christ? For that, of course, discipline is necessary. Lent is a wonderful opportunity to be back to discipline. Discipline makes the disciple real. It's not abstract. And there is a connection in between the two words, discipline and disciple. It's a great virtue to have. And we all know that Lent is the appropriate time to work again on discipline good daily habits. In Lent, it is great to be disciplined with 
fasting, prayer, and almsgiving. It is why the ushers today give blue envelopes. But there is another step connected with the blue envelopes, generosity. It is to tell the Lord Jesus, I am going to perform the Lenten things for you. For more spiritual maturity, the step is to move up from simple discipline to more mature generosity. Simply put, it is to give to discipline a soul, a flame called generosity. It is to ask Jesus, Lord, what do you want me to do? What do you want for me? Because Discipline is good, discipline is great, but discipline does not inflame my heart. It does not extend my soul on its own. Discipline does not deepen my heart to heart with Jesus. Generosity does it. And we need to do that switch from discipline to generosity. Lent is a process requesting discipline, but Lent knows that this discipline is too small. We choose spiritual resolutions, and that is really good, but we choose them with generosity. Lord, I am going to do that for Thee. It's about prayer, fasting, almsgiving, and it's for Him. The Lord. It's not because I want to dig in tough resolutions. It is for Him. There will be days of Lent when I will drag the feet of my soul because it's not always fun. But I want to do it to do that out of generosity. I want to give this to thee, Lord, even when I don't feel motivated at all. I want to give it to thee. Discipline on its own is great, but you might notice that discipline is a solitary virtue. Generosity is a relational virtue with Jesus. Discipline prepares the heart to be generous, and generosity enables the soul to tell the Lord Jesus, Jesus, you are my Valentine, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.